Hello, everyone. Welcome. And today is Monday, February 13th, 2023. I am Solid Blue Sister, and this is My Turn to Talk. Welcome, everyone. Again, hopefully uh, people over on TikTok can hear me. Oh, hold on, let me stop that. There we go. Um, welcome, everyone, over to Podbean, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you guys are um, listening. Welcome, welcome. And uh, this is going to be a pretty uh, short, short show. Uh, welcome, uh, Rockweiler, welcome. Um, I just want to talk about the uh, weaponization of, of profiling. And, you know, it's something that's, um, it's been happening for long, 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 long time. And it's something that must stop. So it's Black History Month. Yeah, I'm going to talk about black people, you know, but I'm also going to talk about Muslims and Asians and everybody in between, um, you know, I'm going to tell you guys a story that you guys 
may or may not have heard that happened on April 13th of 2022, but all the legal, um, all the legal paperwork and everything um, is coming out about it now. I want to tell you a story about a woman, a 70-year-old woman by the name of Mrs. Linda Stevens and her husband, Lieutenant Colonel Rufus Stevens, who is an Army vet, military vet, who served his country, who risked his life for this country to have to endure his wife, Miss Linda um, Stevens, to be humiliated. And again, can you guys hear me over on YouTube? If you can, give me a yes. <laughs> so I so I know. Um, you know, so um, you know, in April of last year, Mrs. Stevens went to Mid Florida Credit Union. And she was there around one o'clock in the morning and she deposited into her account $600 in cash. She deposited $400 bills and 10 $20 bills for a total of $600. Now, Miss Stevens received a receipt for her deposit, for her cash deposit, because she had a mortgage to pay. She had a mortgage to pay. When she notice the next day that her account was not reflecting the $600. Mrs. Stevens did like most people would. She went to the bank, Mid Florida Credit Union, and said her money was not in her account. She talked to a teller who basically dismissed her and she went to the supervisor who was the head teller. The head teller acknowledged that they were having problems with their ATM. And she, the head teller indicated to Mrs. Stevens, to the, to the gentleman who was outside, the worker who was outside working on the ATM. Welcome Frankie, Rockwiler, Power, Power Girl again, and Daddy Hall. And uh, Emmett Till, Emmett Lewis Till over on uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm sorry, on YouTube, Manju. Um, welcome everyone. If you want to, um, if you're on over on YouTube, you may want to go over to either. Uh, I keep saying YouTube. If you're over on TikTok, I'm sorry. If you're on TikTok, you may want to go over to YouTube or join us over on Podbean. Okay, so they told her to come back in two to three hours 
and everything should be settled. Mrs. Stevens didn't go back into the three hours. She gave them an entire 24 hours and she went back the next day. But during that evening, she kept checking her account and her account was still zero of the $600, meaning the $600 was not there. She asked about it again. They told her to come back. They were still having problems. She went back the third time. And this is where it gets sticky. After being at the bank two previous days, and she comes back on the third day, and her money is still not reflecting in her account, Mrs. Stevens is, like most people would be, a little bit upset. She has her receipt. The bank has acknowledged that they were having problems with the ATM. And they call the gentleman who was working on the ATM and they uh, told and acknowledged that, yes, her $600 was there, $400 bills and $10, $20 bills. And all Mrs. Stevens kept saying, I just want my money. I want my money. But during this time, the bank called the police because they said that she was getting a little bit indignant. See, that's what they think black people do. We get in, indignant. So Mrs. Stevens, who is this little white-haired, because she does have white hair, 70-year-old woman, notices that a police officer came into the office where she was, stood behind her, And yes, while anyone would have been, been angry, stood behind her and another police officer came and stood behind her with his hand on his holster, basically meaning his hand was on his gun. And he said, we had a report that you have a gun. And Mrs. Stevens is like, what are you talking about? I don't have a, a, a gun. I've never owned a gun. I don't be believing guns. I don't own a gun. The police officer tells her, if you say gun one more time, I'm going to arrest you. Mrs. Stevens said, I don't have a gun. He took her purse from her, put her hands behind her back and handcuffed her very tightly where her wrists were, were swollen, took her out of the bank, put her in a hot police car where she sat there for 20 minutes in Florida. And she said that the other police officer kept saying, she's clean. She's never done anything wrong. She's never had a traffic ticket. She's never been arrested. She doesn't, there's, there's nothing wrong with, you know, she, she's fine. But the police officer who arrested her didn't think so. He pulls her up again, tells her that they're he's taking her to the police station to take her to jail. And she is saying, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Never telling her what she did wrong, except for saying, I don't have a gun. Okay. Mrs. Stevens 
and Mr. Stevens have been banking and Mid-Florida Credit Union, get, get this, you guys, for 47 years. Their mortgage was at that bank. Their car note was at that bank. It gets better. Or should I say it gets worse? Mrs. Stevens is taken to jail. And at this time, she is so traumatized, she's just not even speaking. She's not saying anything. She is not saying anything. And the police officer, the one who handcuffed her and was, was manhandling her, roughly pulled her out of the car. But I forgot to tell you that when he put her in the car the first time, because the seats were not padded, she hit her head face down on the seat and she fractured her nose. So she has a fracture. The police officer, when he took her out of the car at the police station, jerked her so hard that her arm was injured. So now she has fractured nose, fractured arm, wrist are swollen because she's been handcuffed. Take her into the jail. And the police officer says, this one's not talking. We need to put her on suicide watch. So you have two female correction officers or jailers or police officers, whoever you want to call them, who come down. One of them kicks her in the knee. The other one pinches her very hard up under her uh, up under her her arm, the upper part of her arm, you know, where the flesh is, to see if they can get a reaction out of her. Mrs. Stevens is so scared, she doesn't do or say anything. They take her to a cell, strip her. When I say strip her, took her bra, panties, everything, put her in a cell on the floor, cold floor. Lord knows what's, what's, what's on it. And with her telling the story, it was absolutely heartbreaking. <sighs> and they leave her there for over 24 hours. Before she gets put into the cell, her clothes are taken away. The other uh, inmates were having lunch or dinner. And one of the female officers says, well, she should eat also because everyone else is eating. The male police officer who arrested her said she doesn't talk, she doesn't eat. Mrs. Stevens did not eat that night. Welcome, Saturday Night Smoke, Marvelous, and Juju, and everyone over on TikTok. So, the next day, a woman comes to see her and says, they say you're crazy. I don't think you are. Mrs. Stevens started to talk. 
and said, I'm not crazy. I'm just scared. 70 years old. So they had to take her to, uh, to court for a hearing. Now, all this over a $600 deposit, which Midland Florida Bank, Florida Credit Union, admitted that they had. She had a receipt, but Midland did not like the fact that she was demanding her money after being there the third day. They called the police. So Midland Bank initiated this, and the police, they escalated it. So the woman, the other uh, female, the third female officer says you have to go to court for a hearing. And she gives what Mrs. Stevens describes as a filthy pair of pants that she smelled them and they were absolutely disgusting at the crotch area. And remember, Mrs. Stevens was, all her clothes were taken away. So she would have been, so these clothes would, it would have been bare skin on bare skin. And she said, I'm not putting these pants on next to my vaginal area. I don't blame her. And the lady said, all we have is the three X. She said, I'll take it if it's clean. So she goes into court with clothes or prison clothes, whatever you want to call them, way too big, but they're clean. And the judge tells her, no bail is going to be charged. All you have to do is go home and wait for a court date. Stay 500 feet away from Midland, Florida Credit Union. Don't do drugs, meaning don't drink or get high and don't leave the state. They took her back to jail. And instead of giving her her clothes, where she can put her clothes on, they strip her again and put her back in that same filthy cell for four hours. Now, when all this first started happening, when she first went to the bank and everything to, to the third day to see about her money, her husband had no idea where she was. No idea. Her daughter had no idea where her mother was. Lieutenant Colonel Rufus Stevens, veteran, had no idea where his wife was. Now, Mr. Stevens gave a press conference and listening to him was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking to have to listen to the humiliation of his wife, what she went through, to have to listen to how his wife was just disrespected. Now, would this have happened to everyone? I don't think so. 
Would the police have treated her the same way as everyone else, as other people? I don't think so. It gets better. Or again, should I say it gets worse. When she went back to jail after her court hearing and they stripped her, they left her there in the open and a janitor came by and stood there and was just watching her. And she had nowhere to go to hide her naked body. Again, I ask, would they have done this to everyone? Why did they have to put her back? The, 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 the judge said that she shouldn't go home. So they finally come and give her her own clothes that she can put on. But before she leaves, because they didn't do it when she got there, she has been fingerprinted. She has a mugshot now. All because she went to Midland, Mid-Florida Bank, I'm sorry, Mid-Florida Credit Union to inquire why a $600 deposit that she made was not showing up in her account. Mrs. Stevens made a point of saying that at that ATM, there were eight cameras. So they saw her deposit that money. Mr. Stevens made a point in saying, when my wife and I went to the ATM to, to deposit that money, it was one o'clock in the morning. How many other people were there? How many other cash deposits of $600 were made at that ATM at one o'clock in the morning? with four $100 bills and 10 $20 bills. And again, it was acknowledged. It was acknowledged by the credit union that that money, that that money was received. Now, here's the kicker with Midland Credit Union. Here's, here's where the kicker comes in. Midland Credit Union had a woman by the name of, I do believe her name is Marilyn Dawson, who came over, came over, to the Stevens home carrying a white orchid. They had a white orchid in her hand. Had a white orchid in her hand.
she also had a $300 gift card. She had a $300 gift card. And she said that the bank was going to pay Mrs. Stevens one month's mortgage. And she was there on behalf of the bank. The Stevenses were incredulous. Needless to say, Midland, Florida Credit Union, not surprises in Florida, is now facing a major lawsuit. The city is facing a lawsuit for the way the police handled her and how she was treated at the jail. And all this could have been avoided if they just acknowledge, we're sorry, your money will credit your account, you have your receipt, and it's done. And I call it weaponization profiling because that's what it is. There are many, 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 many cases of people of color going to banks, having problems with getting their money. It happens to me on the daily if I go into my bank, purposely going into the bank where I open up my accounts. Because see, people like me should not have as much money in my account that I do. There's always, can I see this ID? Can I see that ID? And I'm always, let me speak to the manager. Where somebody else who's doing business has a business account, a little bit lighter than me, and I, I hear them. They're doing all kinds of transfers and this and that and this and that. Have a nice day, ma'am. Have a nice, sir. And they're able to walk out. This weaponization profiling has got to stop. Because it's also dangerous. People die. See, they say that some of us, we get belligerent. We have attitudes, our tone. But see, you have the other people who use their tears as a weapon. The boohooing. I'm in fear for my life while they're approaching the person that they're in fear of and the other person is backing away from them. But what happened to Mr. and Mrs. Stevens, and again, I say they were customers of that bank for 47 years. And that's the way they're treated. Over $600 where a woman 
had her receipt. Let's go to Walmart. Right here in California, Southern California. We have a greeter who recently was fired because he asked a young black man who was in the store minding his own business, bought some items, leaving the store. The greeter says, I need to see your receipt, which by law you do not have to show, is up to you. And that only happens in certain neighborhoods. And while the man is digging for his receipt, the greeter takes an item out of his cart and says, all you people do is steal. Other people, of course, start recording this. And the man's like, I'm trying to show you my receipt. And he takes his item back from the greeter and says, don't take things out of my cart. The greeter starts taking other things out of his cart, starts throwing the N-word around. They get into this tussle. Still hasn't looked at the man's receipt. So the gentleman says, I want to see a manager. The greeter was fired. But that's not the point. I think y'all know what the point is. Let's go down south, Walmart, Georgia. Husband and wife have a cart full of food, items, other items. Spent $300 plus at Walmart. Walking out, I need to see your receipt. They show the, the, the greeter or whatever you call her, the, the receipt. And this woman proceeds to go through their entire basket, item by item. Welcome Crucible, welcome Jelly. Item by item. But she cannot find a bag of potato chips on the receipt. I don't mean a single bag. I'm talking about those bags that like the snack bags you get like 10 in a bag, whatever, that were sitting right on, on top. So they, so the lady says they can't leave. And the wife is like, of course, they're filming all, all, all of this because you have to now film everything. The um, greeter says, I don't see these potato chips. You can't leave the store. And they're like, we just spent $300 in here. And you're going to say we stole a bag of potato chips? So the greeter calls the manager. Again, all this is on tape. They're looking, 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 looking. So the greeter starts to pull their cart. We need to go to the cashier that you checked out with to, to verify that you bought these potato chips. And again, it's incredulous because these people have a receipt showing that they spent $300 plus the woman goes through their entire cart. 
verifying that everything's there. I mean, at one point, wouldn't you just get tired and say, okay, and just go? See, me, I would have just left. Because by law, you do not have to show a receipt. But then again, if you don't show it, then they assume that you're that you're guilty. That's what it is. It's always the assumption of, of guilt for some people. They go to the cashier that checked them out. Another white woman. The lady's like, what do you want? I'm busy. I'm trying to check these people out. And they're like, we, you know, did they pay for these? Did they pay? We don't see it. The woman's like, they just left. She says, well, did they pay for it? We don't see it. The woman takes the receipt, pretty much snatches it because she's, she's busy, points directly to it. She says, it's right here, right on top. They give the people back their receipt. Never say, I'm sorry. No apology. No nothing. No, please forgive me. Nothing. They just look at them. And the wife says as she's leaving, this is what it's like to shop while black in America. And I can concur on that one. People can disagree with me on why certain areas do this and why certain areas do this and, you know, whatever. But this, this weaponization, this Karenism, which I'm starting to call him Brooke now, it gets people killed. It puts a target immediately on your back. Frequently, the person who is in the wrong in these Karen incidents are the ones that the police approach first and say, well, what happened? Don't ask her. Ask me. I'm the injured party here. But I... Go back to what happened to Mrs. Linda Stevens. And as, and as I said, there's more to this story because a lot happened in that bank on the third day that Mrs. Stevens went to get her money. And I guess Miss Marilyn Dawson, who was a representative for Mid, for Mid um, Florida Bank Credit Union, Thought that she can buy them off with an Orchid $300 gift card and paying a month's mortgage. Uh-uh. They're facing a multi-million dollar lawsuit and the city is facing a multi-million dollar lawsuit. But once again, Mrs. Stevens still has fingerprints and a mugshot for a woman who has never been in trouble in her life. All over $600. And more and more, you see that cities face more and more lawsuits. They face more and more lawsuits 
Yes, Emmett, did her dirty. Yes. Yes. They did more than that. They did more than that. See, a lot of people haven't faced true humiliation or know what true humiliation feels like. Many of us do. Some of us more than others. But to see a man's wife disrespected and humiliated in that way. And many men have had to watch their wives be disrespected and daughters disrespected and humiliated. So Mrs. Stevens is working through PTSD and other issues from that day in April. It is on camera that the two female officers, one was a supervisor who kicked her in the knee and the other one pinched her. It was all on caught on, on camera at, at the jail all because this woman was so terrified she couldn't talk. The state's attorney office dropped the case against Mrs. Stevens, but she's still fingerprinted. She still has a mugshot. She was still humiliated. She still went through those things that they did. She was still stripped naked, completely naked twice and left where another man can stare at her body. Now, Mrs. Stevens, she's 70 years old. Doesn't matter if she was 22 years old. The humiliation and the degradation is the same. Exactly, Marvelous. She's still in the system. And Marla says, unfortunately, these are the realities most of us face on the daily. They punish the many for the sins of the few. Yep. So you guys, <sighs> I am just so tired of so many things. And after doing a little bit more research on this case, Midland City doesn't want to, or I keep saying Midland City, Mid-Florida Credit Union. They don't want to talk about an ongoing case for them since it's 
still open and they're in the midst of being sued. But I guess they thought that you can, you know, buy them off with a $300 gift card. An orchid. And the promise to pay a month's mortgage. Didn't happen. A lot of people are facing lawsuits. And some cities are going broke over them. So I say, when is the lesson learned? Because a lot of the only time people really understand stuff is when it comes to money. When it comes to your money, when it comes to affecting you with money, then people want to backtrack and they understand. But the humiliation is still there. Only thing that I can say at this point is um, it's going to continue. It's not going to stop. Those in power will continue to act the way that they, they do. Because they're allowed to behave like that. To be thrown in jail because you are asking why a deposit that you have a receipt for did not show up in your account after you were told to come back three times. And you went back three days in a row and the bank says you're a belligerent person and they call the police. Because you were a threat. People have been put in jail for less. I can guarantee you they have. Thank you, Frankie. Thank you very much. So, guys, that's all I have. That's all. That's 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 all all I have. And again. Banking while black is real. It's happened to me. It's happened to my parents. It's happened to my sister. It's happened to many people that I know. Do things like this happen to other people? Yeah. But in this way, 
Nah. I don't think so. Not unless you're blatantly going into the bank and you're robbing it and you're shooting everybody and driving away in a getaway car. So, thank you, uh, Emmett. Thank you very much. But, you know, we are supposed to behave a certain way. We're supposed to do certain things. We're supposed to, you know, not cause trouble. Stay in our place. And Mrs. Stevens, I guess, on that day in April last year, she just wasn't in her place. Because all she wanted was $600 of her money that she put in an ATM. And she was taken to jail. But they are being sued. And they're going to end up with, I'm pretty sure, a couple million. When all they had to do was give the woman $600 credit in her account. So. That's all I have, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening, wherever you are. And um, I hope to see you tomorrow. Everyone on TikTok, thank you so much for um, popping in. And everyone else who's streaming on any other platforms, thank you so much. And um, again, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll leave you all with I Surrender All. And TikTok, I don't think you're going to be able to hear this because I don't have my speaker plugged in for this.
Thank you, Frankie. Thank you for coming, everyone. I hope to see you tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening. Bye.